We are live tonight with uh, heavyweight contender Travis Coffin, who uh, has been training down in Houston, Texas. What's happening, Travis? Not much, man. Living the dream. Can't wait to get back in the ring. Can't wait to get back in the ring. Take a couple of steps back. Uh, obviously, it was well documented that you caught the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, and uh, you obviously been well now for a couple months. Uh, how how you been feeling? Is there any lingering effects or anything? Any uh... um, any lingering effects? No. Um, I think after, after I got tested positive for COVID-19, like COVID-19 immediately went in hiding from me. So it got away from me, and I'm good. So were you um, – I really haven't had a chance to talk to you. Were you uh, at all scared? You know, you get that diagnosis, you see what's going on in the news. Were you, were you, I mean, did you have any worries about anything? Uh, I mean, I was. I'd be a liar to sit there and say I wasn't worried. I mean, I wasn't worried as far as my health because I'm, I'm pretty healthy for the most part. My concern was my children being a single father, uh, one of them catching it. My concern was if my father caught, caught it, what's going to happen with him, and he did catch it. Um me, I've never, honestly, man, as crazy as it sounds, I'm not afraid to die. Like, in a sense, I feel like I don't want to die, of course. But in a sense, I always feel like I lived a long life. Like, if I die, fuck it. Like, whatever. As long as my kids don't die or my father or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that's the best way to think, but I wasn't really too scared about the COVID-19. I know I'm healthy. And the percentage of people dying is 0.01. So am I going to be that 0.01? If that's the case, that was God's, that was God's calling for me to go. What, um, how long did it take? Obviously, you know, you read the thing, usually takes two weeks or something. How long did it take you really to start feeling like yourself again? Seven days. Oh, wow. Okay. So went in, went out, and th- th- that was it. Okay. So then uh, I know you've been down in Houston, uh, Texas, uh, uh, training down there. How's everything going with that? Life is good. I come out here every night and skinny dip. Oh, God. So- so, so life can't be that bad. <laughs> the, world, the, the, the world did not need to know that. And if and if I see any of that, the, the video is going off. I'm uh, going live tonight, baby. Well, no, well, 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 you can do that. Um, <laughs> so, so talk about. I know, obviously, you training, writing. You've been in training camps all over the place. You're, you've been. Uh, yeah, I know your father has had a house down in Houston for a while now. So you're pretty much uh, comfortable down there. Talk about uh, training down in Houston, Texas. Well, I've been coming back and forth to Houston for the last six years. My first, my first time down here was I came down here to help Brian Jennings get ready. Brian Jennings called me down to help him get ready for Mike Perez. Um, I came down here. I was only down here for a week. I liked it, but I didn't really get to get the feel of it. Then, like, a year later, after I had my knee surgery, because I ended up having knee surgery right after that, and uh, I heard there of a place called Plex, um, which is uh, where a lot of uh, fighters go for therapy. Jamal Ch- Jamel Chol and Jamal Chol used to train there. Um, so I was going there for my therapy, and I fell in love with Houston, the environment out here. Um, not so much the training at that time, um, but I did fall in love with the environment, the athletes, the uh, – you know, when, when, you, when you're around a bunch of other athletes, it's like a competitive thing. You want to be just as good or if not better. Um, you know, unfortunately, in Reading, I'm the only pretty much quote-unquote athlete in Reading. I mean, for the big-name athlete in a sense. Um, you know, we have Lonnie Walker, but he lives in San Antonio. So, you know, in Reading, it's a little different. The athletes don't train together. We're all to ourselves. We all stay isolated from other people, which is weird. 
Um, but I love being out here because you're around you're around other 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 elite athletes like um, Trent Williams, Adrian Peterson, NFL players, uh, basketball players, Rashard Lewis. When you're around all these people, it just gives you a, a drive to know the small city I come from that there's a guy like me around all these people like this. Um, it, it, is it, it is it something I know you say been coming down the last six years? Is it something you wish that you've been that you wish maybe that you, you found Houston a little bit sooner? Um, I talk about this all the time. I wish I would have turned I found Houston early in my career. Um, I think my career would have turned out a little bit different. I'm very happy with where my career is at, um, but I believe it could have been a little better. Um, could have made a lot more money. Uh, could have had more fans, more support. Um, so. But I love it. I mean, God makes no mistakes. And things happen for a reason. And uh, but I do. I mean, I, I do think about that often. But I can't. I can't sit there and dwell on anything. I can't sit there and be upset. I'm. Thir- I'll be 35 in another two months. Um, 35 me, for a heavy. 35 for heavyweights. You know, that's not really. It ain't old. young, but it ain't old. Uh, it's middle aged. Um, <laughs> but but I don't want to. I mean, I've been doing this. It seems like 100 years. I, I've turned pro at 20 years old. I'm. Thir- I'll be 35. Um, I made decent money in my career, and I still have a lot more money to be made. But I, I don't want to keep doing this forever. I mean, I got, I got my 14-year-old son out here with me. Since he was born, I've been going to training camps. He's 14 now. By the time he retires, I'll be, he'll be 16, 17. When do they get a chance of dad living a normal life? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so I still love what I do. I still love the money I make fighting. I still love the freedom, the freedom it gives me. But at the same time, I, I still, in a sense, crave to be a normal person. You know, you, you, you've had some some nagging injuries here and there that's kept you out, you know, uh, that, that's kept you out of action. But in, in a way, do you feel that that could extend your career because you were out of the ring? You weren't, you know, taking beatings. You weren't getting hit that maybe you can uh, maybe fight a couple extra years more than may, maybe, you know, the, the average uh, career. Um, I'll be real right now. Um, not for me. No, maybe huh? some people. I went there and said I live. A, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit and say I'm an angel in between fights. Um, I put a lot of wear and tear on my body, not just training either. So, in my lifestyle, it's a hectic lifestyle. I got these knucklehead kids I chase after all day long. Um, so, hadn't I had the injuries? Um, like I said, it's been a gift and a curse. In a sense, I mean, it's a blessing because, yeah, it might have preserved me a little bit. Maybe not have taken so much punishment in a sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, I've in in what's it been now? Fourteen years as a professional. Fourteen years as a professional. Um, almost fifteen years as a professional. So fourteen years as a professional, I've probably only been active eight nine years. I mean, in reality, I had shoulder surgery, I had hand surgeries, I had knee surgeries. So right there alone, it's five years off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to do what I've done in nine years is amazing. Well, so uh, let's, let's get into the boxing aspect. Before the uh, COVID-19 shutdown and you getting the, the virus, everything like that, you were scheduled to fight, if I'm not mistaken. And what, what, Yeah, I was scheduled to fight March 28th, I believe it was, in um, – I forget where it was at. Mississippi or something, Minnesota or something like that. I forget where it was at. And this you, is a comeback fight, a tune-up. Did, did um, you have an opponent? Uh, I believe my dad had an opponent. I don't remember who it was. I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, it was a guy with a be- better than a 500 record, of course. 
but it wasn't, you know, no walk in the park. I mean, I mean it would have been great if I went out there in 10 seconds and knocked them out, but I don't think it was a walk in the park for me. I there's a lot of times, even in the gym when I spar guys, there's, there's certain people that can spar, and I can probably take them out there right away. But for me, it's like I have a, a an objective of what I'm trying to what I'm what I'm trying to do. So my last fight, well, my fight that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be next, April uh, April 11th. Uh, I'm being told. Is that what it was? I yeah. March 28th. Okay, well, whatever it was. Um, my mentality was, of course, I thought I would have knocked the guy out. I could have knocked him out one round. Probably could have knocked him out. It was an eight-round fight. Probably could have knocked him out three-round. Whatever it was. My mentality was to fill the shoulder out, make sure it feels good, and then knock him out. Because I would have knocked him out. I just don't know what round. Um, but I, I don't think it would have done many good going out there and blast him out, blasting him out. And, and obviously you're with uh, Al Heyman and uh, Premier Boxing Champions. Nick Guivas was the guy you were supposed to fight. We, we, I know uh, Nick. Um uh, when if and when or when you do get that call and obviously things are a little bit different now in terms of the the way the fights are going to be set up for a while with no fans and whatnot if if you're asked to to, to fight not a tune-up but maybe a step-up kind of fight is that something that 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 you would would have to take the uh, jump at or you still need to get one of these fights and following following your surgeries no i mean absolutely i mean that's why i'm in camp now i got a big fight coming up a guy who's right and to the top in the world until he fights me, and he's not gonna be ready no more. Um, oh, so, so you, so, not, so, so you, ha- you can't break no news though, can you? I can't. I can't say who. Okay. I, I, I don't. I believe I could give the date. I don't. I'll let my dad answer that one. I think he's watching. Um, but I don't want to answer answer any questions. The we we don't want to get we don't want to get him in trouble with the boss either. Uh, <laughs> so for me, I mean, I what I think I would take a tuna fight. What's what good is the tuna fight doing me? I'm 35 years old. I mean, I go out there with a tuna fight, get a guy like a Nick Cuevas, and go out there and, and re-injure my knee, and then for a fight that's I'm making twenty five, fifty thousand, whatever it is, I get hurt. Or I go out there and fight a top dog, which I'll probably do better against a top dog guy than I will against a, a guy I should blast out. I'll probably do because I rise to my opposition. I rise to the level of the opponent I have. So I'll probably do better anyways with a higher opposition and show better and then all that i'm making more money so i go out there and god forbid in that fight uh, a top fight get hurt i'm getting hurt and i have six six figures or whatever it is in the account compared to going out and getting hurt against a guy for twenty five fifty thousand. to me mm-hmm. I, I i always tell my dad i don't need i don't want two of us no more you know my dad's always he's still even though i'm 35 years old i'm still in a sense his baby so he still wants to yeah not he don't ba- he don't baby me anymore but he's still in a sense he wants to He's very precautious at certain things, and and I get it. I mean, I get it, but I tell my dad all the time, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. So, so this is this is um, so the, the, this is a fight that you know, should you come out with your hand raised, this is gonna put you right in the mix. Then, I, I when I come out with my hand raised, this will put me in for something huge. I'm hoping. I mean, it should. I mean, really, I really the talks of of the stories I'm hearing, um, the conversations I hear with my dad. Um, this should really put me in a position that really changed my life forever. The, uh, the heavyweight division now, it's, uh, you know, obviously right before we had the big Wilder Fury fight, it looks like they're going to fight a third time and possibly Fury and Joshua fighting twice. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think the best thing Wilder could do is take a tuna fight. I think the results are going to be the same regardless. Um, 
But I think he needs to tune a fight to build his confidence back up, get him like two or three tuna fights to be honest with you. I mean, um, I, I actually think that this this break helps him going into the third fight. I let, agree. It lets them, you know, relax because obviously I, they were talking about coming right back in July. This probably will happen, you know. I think, I think he's got, uh, you know, a, a, a shot in this fight now because of uh, of the uh, pushback well, of the schedule. Well, well, anybody that hits as hard as Wilder always has a shot. Abs- I absolutely, I don't care how bad he is as as a fighter. Um, you know, he's not bad. He's not the most skilled, but it's not bad. Wilder has gotten better. You have to give him. You have to give credit where credit's due. This guy's been fight. This guy's been fighting for twelve hours and mm-hmm. accomplishes all he's accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So you have to give you have to give him all the credit he deserves. However, um, I'd prefer to see Joshua and 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 Fury. Um, I like that fight so much more than watching than watching Wilder and Fury. I think it's more money. I think it's great for the sport. I think it's great for the division. I think it opens up bigger opportunities for guys like me who are trying to get there because. Now, Wilder, go, I mean, Fury goes out there and beats Joshua. Now, Fury got all the belts. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe Fury goes out there and beats him. He probably retire. So now, now we have what is it? Four belts. So now yeah. we have four vacant belts. So now we have four vacant belts that eight different people can fight for. I see you got your Eagles hat on there. You mentioned about all the football players that are in the gym with you. They they they, they give you any uh, slack for that? Uh, they, they get on my case. They they. They tell me to take that shit off, but I tell them to kiss my ass. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Well, uh, unless they, unless any of these guys that you're in the gym with play for the Kansas City Chiefs, tell them, uh, you know, you, you, they're not the defending Super Bowl champions. So, uh, yeah, right, um, right, right. Well, certain guys I give credit where credit due. I train a lot with Adrian Peterson, so he hasn't seen the hat. He hasn't said nothing about the hat. What if he asked me to take it off? I tell him, listen, we can either spar for it or play some football. I'd prefer to spar. But it is your gym. He, 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 this, it's an interesting name. You mentioned thirty. You being thirty-five years old, he, he's a he's a physical freak. You don't see running backs in the league at his age, especially after the couple knee surgeries he's had. You're in the gym with a guy like that. You see his work ethic. Uh, you know, to be because you know they're they're just running backs at his age. They're no running backs at his age. Maybe Frank Gore. That's about it. You see, he must be a workout warrior there. So when you see a guy like him working out, you know, does that inspire you a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it does. But, you know, one thing I've noticed, I've noticed about a lot of older athletes. He's older, especially yeah. in football career. That's old. In the yeah, football career. for a running back, um, extremely old. Extremely old. So to see how he works out, it's not like he's a all day long. Rah, rah. He's smart on how he works out. Even when he does his agility drills. I remember when I first came to this gym, Three years ago, seeing him work out, he works out a lot different three years ago than what he does today. So watching him, I catch it. I noticed this. I was telling my dad the same thing about me. But I noticed things I've done when I was 22, and at 34, 35, I, I, won't, I don't do. And I'm a lot smarter. I take my time. A lot of my injuries have come from not being smart, from being completely out of shape and going balls to the wall, thinking I'm, I'm invincible, uh, and it kicks my ass. So I noticed, like, He's very cautious, even though he's a, he's a monster. I mean, I've seen him play last year to do what he does for the Washington Redskins at his age and still, you know, do what he does. It's, it's amazing. I mean, he's really a freak of nature. Well, Travis, anything else? Uh, you know, I, I see you're out there by the pool. You're getting ready to 
you know, take your clothes off and go skinny dipping. So you, hey, so hey, you say, hey, hey. So, so you say, yeah, I, I think you, you moved your camera. Do you want to stay on? No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> what, what was going to say? Oh, another question. You, you dipped your, you, you speak of uh, dipping your uh, feet in the pool. You dipped your feet in the pool of promoting a little bit last year. Uh, is that something, how did that go? Is that something that uh, you're going to be trying to pursue a little, little bit more, uh, in the years uh, uh, to come, I don't know what to predict the the, the future. Uh, I don't predict the future, but I don't know what the future holds for me. Um, right now, I have no interest because I'm back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what the, the future holds. My life is boxing. I don't know anything else but boxing. I've done this. I've been involved in the sport since I was nine years old, thirty-five. And by the time I, re- you know, I'm a, I'm a felon for selling weed, which is fucking legal everywhere now. But who's by the time I retire, I'll be 37, 38. And I never worked a day in my life. So who's going to want to hire a 38-year-old man with zero work experience and is a felon? Nobody. So I might be, you know, I might be forced to stay in this business, which I'm okay with because I know the business. But to be on the business side of things, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's up and down. It's, 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 it's a, in a sense, I feel like, how can I be something I bitched at all? all the time about mm-hmm. you know I mean? like the I mean, there's some good guys in the business my dad being one of them um but there's 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 a lot of slimy people in this business and i believe in order to be successful like very successful in this business it's to somewhat be slimy and i don't, i can't see myself ripping off a fighter when i was a fighter yeah. I, just, I, I don't know if i can but it's a business so and it's not necessarily ripping off because of a fighter if I'm if they're all, if TV's off me three hundred thousand dollars, and the fighters agreeing to fight for fifty thousand dollars, am I really ripping them off? No, I mean I don't know. So, I mean I just have to learn the ins and outs of it more. But right now my focus, at least for the next two years, is just being in the ring and making as much money as I can before I walk away. Okay, anything you want to say in closing out there before we uh, let you go? No, um, you know I appreciate all the love, all the support over the years. It's been a long, long road. I still got a couple more years left in this, and I, I'm not stopping until hopefully until I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. Let's, let's, let's hope I let's hope that's when I stop. Um, you know, I don't want to stop before that. Let, last, but, uh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I was gonna say last but not least, let's. Uh, where do we find you on social media if we want to uh, like see all your want, all all your craziness that you're up to? Oh God. Well, most, the most active I'm at is Facebook. You can find me on Facebook, Travis Kaufman. I have a fan site on Facebook, Travis My Time Kaufman. I have Instagram under My Time underscore champ. And also that's my same. The Twitter is exactly the same, My Time underscore champ. Well, Travis, we'll see you, I, I would imagine, soon. July. Uh, hey, I'm going to try to get something out of you. That's what good recruiters do. August, okay. August. Just August. There we go. So we'll see you in August, and I'll get you back on before the fight. We'll we'll preview it, and uh, you're going to tell us how you're going to knock XYZ out. Have a good night. Enjoy, Enjoy Houston. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you.